and welcome back to the Yankee Nation podcast. Today is Thursday, June 15th. Uh, we got two series losses to talk about. Then we got a split with the Mets, um, some injury updates, uh, some ominous one, uh, an ominous one with Judge, but some optimistic ones as well. So, um, but before we get into all that, Brian, not out on the West Coast this week. No, that is right. I am on the East Coast. I'm down here with the, uh, you know, I guess I'm down in the in the land of the Norfolk tides, and so or like tide water tides, whichever whichever they're calling themselves these days. But um, yeah, down here in Virginia area and stuff, and and you know, I got to tell you, it doesn't matter what color socks we're playing, we're losing. So yeah, um, between whether it's white or red, <laughs> you know, um, the Mets game last night. You know, you, you hate to see the loss, especially the way it happened. But, uh, but mm-hmm. you, you got to give some some props. This has been an entertaining Subway Series so far, um, even though we don't have the heavy hitters in. So yeah, I mean that first game especially was that was one of the best games of the year. The game last night was entertaining. It was uh, kind of sloppy, and you know, <laughs> I, I said before we started recording, it does not look like a Buck Showalter managed team that we're watching usually usually they have like good fundamentals but yeah they're allowing steals of home straight steals of home and you know breaking the uh you know they're stepping on the the wrong side of the bag shift violation man Uh, you know uh, getting thrown out of a game for sticky stuff which which well yeah (laughs) <laughs> that might be a show, Walter. No, I'm <laughs> it's a New York problem because those York are the problem. only pitchers yeah. who have had that happen this year. So that's true, um, and there's three. <laughs> yeah, three. Yeah. Just I mean, well, this is the second years. time they've had it. They, I mean, second time they've had it, but that's what I mean. There's three pitchers involved. You know, yeah. you have uh, yeah, you know, Herman for the Yankees, but then you had Scherzer leading the way, and um, and then uh, I forget who it was for the Mets. Yeah, but... what is this kid's name? Yeah. Relief so, pitcher. You didn't even get to throw pitch. one pitch. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so far it's been kind of fun. And, and uh, but you know that they're not. The Yankees aren't gaining ground. Of course, Judge be Judge yeah. being out of the lineup, you clearly see the gaps. You clearly see the challenges. But yeah. it's also semi exciting to me to watch the young kids start to perform. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I hate to say it, man, but Peraza, who's been killing it. Is he's he, he, if he comes up, comes up, that would be kind of a cool thing because uh, McKinney certainly is taking yeah. advantage of his stint. Um, it looks like Wolpe's got himself kind of figured out. We'll talk more about that. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of excited, you know, it's a different kind of different brand of baseball. Yeah, we'll see on uh, Peraza because I mean, I, I don't know how much leash Donaldson's gonna have because I think. You know, he was a DFA candidate if he got off to yep. a poor start at the start of the year, and he's not really yep. looking too great. He's had some homers, but that's about it yeah. this year. Um, well, quite honestly, DJ himself is sort of struggling. You know, yeah. Uh, so I mean, you got the two the two veterans are kind of struggling right now, and they're taking up two infield spots. Yeah. Um, so let's lead off with the, the injury updates, as always. Uh, for, biggest one is always going to be Aaron Judge until he's back. So we'll start with that. Um, there's no timeline on him. It's tough to tell with a ligament sprain. Sprain yep. is the right word and not strain. I figured out this week. So yeah, <laughs> uh, ligament sprain is in the toe, uh, still waiting for the swelling to go down, which they say it has been, 
which is good news. And then we'll figure out a timeline from when the swelling is gone. I would, I would guess, but, uh, yeah, we haven't gotten and anything on them since the, the report I read this week. And I think one of the things that judge kind of mentioned, uh, that, uh, Aaron Boone kind of mentioned is that it's the equivalent of turf toe for a football player. And, mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's the tough, that, that, that just makes well, it, it, there's no timetable for that. Jazz Chisholm has had the same type of injury and they labeled it as turf toe. Yankees aren't oh, labeling okay. it as that, but yeah, um, it, it's similar type of thing happened to him or he hit his, he basically stubbed his toe. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, all we'll see. because he ran through a fence in LA. Yeah. All because they <laughs> had to have a concrete slab at the yeah. bottom of their wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four or five inches above the ground. That doesn't help. Yeah. Um, so the next update we have is good news. Um, Harrison Bader, he played in a rehab assignment last night uh, with a um, man, Somerset. He played with Somerset. Somerset. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. He played a rehab assignment with them and uh, he's going to be back in Boston this week. Nothing apparently went wrong with uh, his rehab game last night. So um, yeah, I, they said Boston, they didn't say exactly which day, but I think, it's going to be Friday because they were it saying be nice. it, they were saying it's pot, it could have possibly been against the Mets, um, yep. but they wanted to get him one rehab game before. So, yep. Um, two more updates we have: uh, Carlos Rodon and Ian Hamilton are throwing to hitters today. They pro they might have already done it, um, but we, uh, you know, they're. Uh, uh, Rodon has been throwing to hitters at Yankee Stadium. He's been wanting to get into games. He's like, I don't want to throw against my teammates. I want to throw to, to I want to, we can find yeah. out more from throwing to not my teammates. Yeah. Um, so, because he hits, I, if I'll go, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he hit Willie Calhoun. Willie Calhoun. <laughs> yeah. Which was a, a scary moment for, for a couple yeah. minutes there. Um, yep. We might be getting reports throughout this episode because, you know, uh, this is probably about the time that they're going to be throwing. So, uh, but Rodon's throwing, Ian Hamilton is throwing as well uh, to hitters, both in Somerset and could go on rehab st starts, uh, rehab stints after that, if all goes well. Um, you're on mute, Brian. I would, I would love to see Ian Hamilton come back as good as he was, um, you yeah. know, before, before the injury and stuff. That would just make the best bullpen in baseball right now that much better. And uh, oh yeah, and, and, yeah, for and, sure. And 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 Albert Abreu might be farmed out. Who knows? DFA. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, sorry, so I didn't mean to whisper see, that. I'm but... seeing a Rodon interview on Twitter right now, so uh -huh. <laughs> it's like a minute and a half. Okay, apparently, yeah. I don't know. He looks overhead. He looks okay. He looks like he's in a good mood <laughs> standing there. So, um, hopefully he, they say he threw 35 pitches, not sure how many rehab starts he'll, he'll need to make before he makes his debut for, uh, the Yankees. But Brian Hoke was saying Good. if he makes like three or four rehab starts, he'll probably be around, be starting like around July 5th. Okay. So, uh, that's what we could, we could be looking at, looking at, which is like a couple of weeks away at that point, which, uh, That'd be pretty cool. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, especially with Sevy's struggles and stuff like that, that'd be, be 
great to have him back and you know Nestor on the IL as well. Yeah. Um so yeah, we we got those are the injury updates and then we got a couple of fun uh fun takeaways here from uh you know, there was a story about Anthony Volpe <laughs> making an adjustment to pulling out early which, you know, we'll talk about like how do the Yankees yeah. not has how does Dylan Lawson not <laughs> not figure this out? Um but he had Austin Wells and some double A teammates, which is funny because he doesn't know the triple A guys. He wasn't with them for like right. very long. He's yeah. friends with the double A guys. And, and, and he's and in the, the majors. Somers- yeah. And, yeah, uh, well, this, and the, 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 the Somerset guys are actually closer to, yeah. to Yankee Stadium and everything, which is kind of why the Yankees send guys there to, to play most of the time. But yeah. And, and, uh, you know, but it was, uh, Good night, good night, and good job, Austin Wells. <laughs> you know, uh, and good for, job to Anthony Volpe's mom for making chicken parm. That there night. you go. There so. you go. If you kind of you got to make sure there's a good meal um, to reward these guys and stuff. Um, but yeah, you wonder what's happening. Uh, you know, uh, and and of course, every analyst for the last three weeks that, that when the Yankees being on TV, whether it's Jeff Nelson, David Cohn. Uh, you know, uh, Paul O'Neill, Frazier, Todd yeah. Frazier, Frazier and O'Neill all... are the ones that stick out because they're hitters. Yeah. So. yeah. And they all yeah. take, they all talk about how he's taking that lead foot and, and opening up, opening himself up as he's, uh, as he's stepping down, which is keeping him away from the low and outside pitches. And, uh, but, but, um, who was it? Uh, John Boy posted a picture of his two stances, the stance he had against the Mets. Uh, when he started a series, very close stance yep. compared to what he's done before. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the story is over chicken parm and pasta. They were looking at Vol- that Volpe's videos from when he was good, when he was yep. going well in uh, double A. And uh, Wells was Wells told him what everyone's been saying on TV, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so. Hey, I'm going to send... I'm going to send... Uh... Volpe's mom a recipe for pasta puttanesca, okay? Because I'm about ready to have that tonight after we're done with this podcast. And it's a it's it's a pasta meal that's courtesy of my uh, my brother in law Jim Dunn, who is uh, going to be making that. And he grabbed the, he grabbed the whole pot, uh, um, uh, recipe and everything from a recent trip over to Tuscany. So mm-hmm. we'll see if it works. But yeah. we got to test it on something first. So I don't know how we're gonna, we got to figure something yeah. out. I don't know. Only yeah. if it's good, you'll be, it'll give the. Oh, recipe. I guarantee it's going to be delicious. But yeah, <laughs> but, but we'll see. Yeah. But that would be kind of funny. We should all start grabbing all of our Italian food recipes and sending them <laughs> over to Anthony Volpe's mom and saying, "Try this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I'll get, I'll get. I would give her my mom's pasta sauce recipe, but you know, Italians are proud of their. No, oh, they very much are. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. And then we got Oswaldo Cabrera just wearing. I mean, he's famous for his his necklace that he wears, but he's got a new one now, and he's wearing his grandma's tooth because his mom told him to wear it. Yeah. And what you, know, you do what your mom says. Mom said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom, mom says you to, do to do it. You do it. So. Yeah, you do it, and so he's wearing it. And it was funny because uh, uh, the other night when they when he was wearing it, and they're talking. Uh, Meredith uh, Morakovich could not get couldn't get enough of the story before the game started, so that's that's yeah. going to be a running series for the longest time. Yeah, you know. Yep. You know, Jake from Talking Yanks. He's he has the Oswaldo necklace, so I'm waiting on him to get a 
get a tooth necklace next. So um, it'll be be interesting to see if he does eventually. Um, let's get to the game recaps. We have the doubleheader against the White Sox. The uh, Wednesday game was smoked out, and that caused a uh, doubleheader on Thursday. Um, air quality wasn't great on Thursday either, but they did play the two games. So um, first game... I mean, this is a Severino start. We have two Severino starts to talk about. His fastball wasn't there again. He gave up homers to uh, gave up gave up homers to Jake Berger, Luis Robert, and Yohan uh, Mancada. The, the Mancada one is kind of concerning to me because Mancada's not been good this year. He's been dealing with back issues. Um, Yankees con- Yankees did come back and take the lead. Um, you know, Higgy and Calhoun get. Run scoring hits. Calhoun hits a two-run home run later. There's Oswaldo single. They're they're in the lead, and you hand it to um, Michael King, and he gives up a home run, unfortunately, to uh, Eli Jimenez. And uh, disappointing yeah. to lose that game. Uh, it was it was it was a heartbreaker. And to me, it was it was just like I I, I kind of like the uh, kind of like the back and forth a little bit in the game. Um, yeah. But but you don't you don't expect the pen to uh, to give it up like that and stuff and you know Severino four runs you know still had six strikeouts so so something's working for him mm-hmm. you know but yeah anything anything down the middle at ninety five or ninety six is going to be punished um, yeah for sure but, it's yeah it's not only the velocity it's the the location you can't locate it if you can't uh, yeah. If you're throwing the 94, you can't throw it, throw it in the heart. Of the right. So, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was, that's, that was the problem there. The Yankees had a chance to win in the ninth inning and uh, Rizzo grounds into a double play to end that one. Yeah. Um, well, talk about another guy who's in a, in a in kind of a hurting way right now. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Ever since and, the neck injury to that front, you know, as a result of colliding with Tatis Jr., he really just hasn't looked the same. And uh, yeah, you know, just this, yeah. Was, this was an all for five night for him. So yeah, and I I don't know what it what he is over the the stretch, but I saw it saw a tweet about it and it wasn't good. So no, yeah, um, yeah. Um, game two, game three of the series, game two of the doubleheader was a lot better. Um, Glaber hits a home run in the game. Randy Vasquez saved the day pretty much. Um, and uh, Marinaccio had a good night. I, I have some concerns about Marinaccio, but I think this yeah. is the type of role that he's kind of good in. Um, kind of like a Michael King role, where you're not using him on back, back-to-back days. You're, uh, you know, let him go yeah, kind of you multiple were innings if he, if he needs to. And, uh, you know, give him clean innings to come into. So, um, and, and the clean inning topic will come up again later when we talk about the last Mets game, but uh, yeah, this was, I mean, this was uh, not really much happened in this game. It was a Glaber Homer McKinney home run yep. as well. So it's a nice three, three, uh, three, nothing win to salvage the series. Yeah. But that's kind of the average of the runs they're producing with judge yep. gone is basically three. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're uh yeah, you're kind of hoping they they win on three runs right now. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Randy Vasquez again. Great job. Yeah. Looked yeah. Really two good. starts. And I mean, yep. two starts again. Yeah. Pretty, can't ask for any better from him in the two starts. He's yep. had, so, um, then you got the big Red Sox series, which, um, I mean, the offense was to blame in game one. Uh, once again, um, yep. Garrett, Garrett Cole was pretty good in this game. He had some trouble with Devers, as always. He gave up a double to him, ended up not scoring there, I believe. Um, and then uh, he also gave up a homer to him later. Um, yep. Uh, Tristan Casas hit an RBI single. Um, this is a game where they bring in Albert Abreu. Uh, they were down one, and uh, Albert Abreu gives up a home run to uh, Kike Hernandez. That made it three to one. Donaldson yep. hit a solo shot. Um, Yankees uh, cut it to three to two. There was an IKF wild pitch or IKF scores on a wild pitch, um, and uh, the Yankees did threaten off of Jansen in the ninth. Uh, Vol- Volpe, oh, Volpe so foul. close. Yeah, yeah so and close. You're like praying for a moment there, just yeah. for the kid, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um And uh, just goes foul, and then he pops yeah. out for the, the final out there. So disappointing into that one. Any, uh, any big takeaways from this one? Well, when IKF is your leading hitter, okay, and he's been good lately, but but that's not necessarily – that's not necessarily what I see. And in here, it's interesting. I mean, yes, you know, Donaldson had got a hold of one. Um, DJ gets a couple, but but um, you got IKF, McKinney, Volpe. Um, Labor Torres gets one as a pinch hitter. But, uh, you know, the kids are starting to look good, starting to look, uh, starting to help out here. And IKF, how valuable, how valuable can you see him being right now? Yeah, I mean, it's the role change that he's accepted. And, uh, you know, I think partially an expectation change as well, where it's like, you're not the Yankee starting shortstop. So we don't expect you to, (laughs) we don't have unreal expectations for you. So um, you're just our starting center fielder. He's also playing outfield well. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're not not a starting shortstop. You're going to be a starting center fielder until Bader gets back. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But either way, he's uh, he has been enjoyable to watch this year. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I agree. But yeah. it's tough to lose to the Red Sox, and you can't start a series that way. And uh, yeah, you know, yeah, tough, tough. Game two. This is a, a game that I was at. I did end up going on Saturday. Um, wasn't very much that happened during it, but. I will say we had some fun banter with some Red Sox fans near me. That's, yeah, that's there always, you go. Good. That's always fun. And everybody stayed you out know. of jail. That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most I booed at a game because we had these people. They started started. Let's go Red Sox chance right now, uh, and we just we just drowned them out with booze. <laughs> yeah. It was like you could get one chant in, and then it it, it was all drowned out. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, I, I mean, Domingo Herman continues to pitch well, um, and, and he looks you know, again. He's just continuing to look so confident out there. Like, give me the yeah. ball, I've got this. Yeah, but he's kind of yeah. uh, he's kind of kept to himself too. You know, he's like he get gets busted for the sticky sticky stuff, yep. and he's just yep. like, well, 
I'm just going to come back when I come back and I'm going to continue what I'm doing. Yep. Well, hopefully not continuing to, <laughs> to use too much sticky stuff there. So, but, um, either way, um, he's been, he has been very important for, uh, the team with the way he is, uh, performed as of late, especially. And, you know, as you said, the confidence is kind of reverberating from him and, uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing he gave up in this game was a Devers home run. And, uh, you know, Yankees offense was based on home runs that night, basically. Um, Glaber hits one over, over into the short porch, and uh, Calhoun hit one as well. So, um, you're on mute, Brian. Total six hits, two of them are home runs. And that was yeah. kind of the, the difference in the game, you know. Uh, and McKinney seems to be good for, you know, getting on base, you know, every game now. He's, you know, getting a hit. Really, really yeah. doing a good job as a lefty up there. He made a nice catch in this game, too, in left center yes. early on. Yes. Um, Red Sox kind of hit some balls hard early on in the game. And that was a big one that probably, I think it might have kept a run off the board there, at least. He played it so well. I mean, he he literally was able to. He didn't, you know, no chance of running running into the wall. He just kept going back, yeah. going back, going back. He's running out of room, you know. But but still, just just well mm -hmm. played. Yeah. Um. And uh, late in the game, there was a Higashioka single that barely gets it barely sneaks into center field, but IKF's fast enough to score. Yeah. On that one. Yeah. Makes it three to one. Um. They use Peralta. Canely, who looked good, and uh, yep. Holmes to uh, to close it yep. out. So, kind of a uh, textbook win with the Yankees roster right now. Three to one. Yeah, <laughs> not much happening. <laughs> That's kind of what you're hoping for. And the, um, and the pitchers keeping them keep them in the game. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, it looks like that was going to happen on Sunday, and I mean, Yankees literally play baseball. They hit one off the off the base. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yep. way the game was intended to be played. <laughs> um, yeah. For the, yeah. The Trevino hit off the second base bag was pretty funny. Um, people were thanking the bigger bags when that happened. Um, it was, uh, this was another good game from Clark Schmidt. There was a lot of, if the Yankees could have closed this one out, there was some good stuff to take away from it. Um, yeah. Justin Turner homers Homer's off of him early on, but as as I said, Trevino Nick Ramirez with the diving with the diving yeah. slap of the first base with you know, the Nestor the play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that was funny. Um, so Yankees are up like two one for the majority of this game. Um, then they bring in Michael King in the eighth inning. He gives up a single. I think it was Kike Hernandez who gets the single to left field. Yep. yep. And he, uh, the throw, but throw comes into second base and, uh, Glaber Torres just, just misses it. This is, I, I made a com, com, I made a comment on Twitter after watching this play. And I said, you know, this was a game that was very frustrating because the Yankees can't afford to give teams extra outs. They can't afford, no. they can't afford mind, they can't afford mind farts. And this was a mind fart on Glazer's part. I don't know what yeah. he was thinking when he just didn't try to go for the ball. I mean, he waved at the ball and, and didn't yeah. move towards it. And, um, and also, where's Rizzo? Also, yeah. backing up. Yeah. yeah. 
but that's a that's that's a that's you know I, I don't fault the throw, I just fault no, the fact that nobody made an effort. Yeah, nobody made an effort. So yeah, it's um, the, it was a mistake. It wasn't as big as some people blew it up to be. Although, like, can't do that. Like, unacceptable. But King does walk the next batter. Um, and yeah. uh, it probably it probably kind of nullifies it. But you don't. I, who knows how, how how different the pitches would have been if he was on first. But he did walk the next batter, and um, Yankees get an out, and then it's second and third, and they get a ground out, but the infield wasn't in, and uh, yeah, yeah, they, it was yeah, confusing. Play at home, play, play at home depth. That was weird. Why? Why were they, why were we back? There was no chance. It wasn't a double play opportunity there. No, and and so third. yeah, well, I, I don't understand why don't everybody the, was playing back. The offense in the state that it is. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I don't get about it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it is a hindsight thing, but like, yeah. they did get the ground ball they needed. If yeah, if they would have had the uh, the um, the infield in there. So and then they. You know, then they threaten, right? They, uh, well, or did they threaten? Or was it just a, week, a weekending? Mm-hmm. What they do to, what they do to finish the game? Well, yeah, the the tenth, it was, uh, I think it was Marinaccio who gave up the run to, uh, right, Kike, and um, there was another good uh, McKinney catch. He he was at the wall there. Yep. Um, yep. say it kind of kept it competitive where the Yankees had a chance in the bottom of the 10th, but they, they did not uh, get it done there. And that, this is where the Volpe noise got pretty loud. Cause that, that bat did not look good at the end there. Right. Um, and he, uh, you know, he's swinging at the, the way stuff again. So, um, yeah, that was a bad series loss. That was, it was a winnable series. Definitely but, a winnable series. So let's see what happens when they go to Fenway. Yeah. Um, it'll be, uh, well, we'll get into that series later on, but it is an off day Monday. Volpe has dinner with uh, Austin Wells, and then the Yankees go to uh, play the Mets on uh, Tuesday night, which was the wildest game of the year, possibly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Severino just did not have it once again. Uh, the fastball right. was fastball was down. Velocity wise, again, um, he kind of he got it back up to ninety eight later on in the start, which is a little encouraging. Um, but you want to see him come out with that ninety eight type fastball. Um, well, it'll be something to monitor next start. So, um, so it, it was also like another defensive miscue from Glaber. Like your pitcher's literally fighting for his life on the mound. <laughs> you get right. a double play ball pretty much, and and you. He slowed it. it, slowed it, yeah. Kicking the ball around the infield, yeah. basically. Well, isn't this um, also the game where they were able to, they were trying to turn two at another another point, and he was just he was just slow to get the ball out of his glove slow. and make the throw, too. So, I mean, yeah, I forget yeah. if that was last night or on yeah. Tuesday. But Pretty sure it was Tuesday. I was in, yeah. I was I was driving driving down ninety yeah. five. Yeah, just kind of slow on the transfer. Yeah. Um, but the Yankees the offense did show up here. I mean, Max Scherzer is not in good graces with Mets fans right now. Yeah. Um, 
Evan Roberts on WFAN was calling it, calling him the slump buster. Um, <laughs> which, I, I mean, I can't deny because everyone got yeah. hits off of him. Rizzo yeah. got a hit. DJ hits a two-run home run. And by the way, when DJ hit the two-run home run, I was like, okay, he really is yeah. like, he might be cooked. <laughs> yeah. yeah as, as people say. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, that was like, oh, they're, they're in trouble here. So, yeah. Um, yeah. DJ hits the home run off of him. Um, Volpe hits the double down the line as well. That's, yep. That makes it five yep. to four. Yep. Bowers hits a, a looper into right center to get the lead. And um, Sevy stays in as yeah. well. He gets through one inning after that. And then the next inning, he um, there's a runner in scoring position, and he begs Boone for one more batter. He's like, all right, you, you better get him. And he did not get him. Guillaume nope. yeah. singles to uh, left center. Runner scores. Tie game. 6-6. Six, six. By the way, just again another tangent that means nothing to the yep. baseball statistics. Luis Guillorme's walk-up song. Louis, 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 <laughs> Louis, 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 Louis. I mean, that brings back memories for me. That's a song from my era, you know. Yeah. So that was very cool. I thought that. So, mm-hmm. yep. Another th- thank you for allowing me these, you know, meaningless <laughs> moments. <laughs> well. Um. Later on in the game, uh, Volpe gets a second hit. Nimmo usually catches that ball, but I, I I still think Volpe hitting the ball that way is an encouraging sign. Um, sets up second and third, but a gutsy move to pinch hit Donaldson in this in right. this spot, and yep. he does get the job done. Yeah, he uh, he um he hits a sack fly, make it seven to six, and. Um, it, it, not only was a, it was a gutsy move and, and probably the, the right read for somebody, but, you know, Jake Bowers isn't doing bad. Yeah. You know, he well, had, he, he mean, had he was up two in the, RBIs in this game. You yeah. Know, so, yeah. He had the and same uh, situation, basically. But, I, I mean, yeah. I understand. it's. Pro- I think it was probably a lefty yep. pitching at that point. <clears throat> yeah. So. And, and, if, and if Donaldson's going to get one, it's going to get in the air anyway. So that's – and that's that's yeah. I guess that's what their hope is. And yeah, they got then it. You, they got it. It'd be a nice shot. Then, nice, nice outfield uh, throw. Uh, nice outf- uh, sacrifice block. Yeah, and it, and it does bring in the the better defender Cabrera after yeah. that yep. as well. So, tooth and all. Um, well, yeah, with <laughs> the tooth necklace. <laughs> um, so the Yankees do get the lead back. They bring in Cordero. He gets out of a key jam there. Canely has a clean inning. Peralta comes in and he's he gets in trouble immediately. It's one out, bases loaded, and they go to Clay Holmes, who saves the day. He he strikes out Lindor, yep, and Marte back to back to get that out. That was just winning. awesome. Two at bats, you know. Um, <clears throat> as I think it was talking, talking Yanks gave him the uh, player of the game just for those two pitchers, two two batters faced, two strikeouts, you know. Yeah, you know, rally ends. Yep, and uh, you know, Michael this King game comes in like, for the save. Yeah, yeah, King clean inning in the ninth. There was yep. like not much of a, not much worrying in the ninth inning there. Um, would you have given given that Michael King already had two rough games this week? Would you have? Would you have? Uh, would your thought have been to leave Holmes in and let him uh, pitch the ninth? 
Well, I said bring King in because then you could use Holmes the next night, but apparently uh, <laughs> that was not the case when uh, we get to that later on. Uh, yeah. there, was, there was basically no one available. So my favorite, my favorite pitcher shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think they're I think they're saving arms for Boston. That's what I think yeah. they're doing. Yeah, with with the last last night's game, but yeah. Um, either way, it worked out in that first night. King gets gets the uh, save there. And, yeah. um, you know, this one felt like a, this was the first game with the pitch clock where I, I looked up in the sixth inning and I was like, okay, this game is actually taking a while. Like, yeah, <laughs> it felt like one of those marathon intense games and, you know, and, and I'm not complaining about the length of the game either. That was a really fun game to watch. It was a so. fun game to watch. It really was. It was a, a lot of back and forth, a lot of everything in here. Of course, you know, there's a lot of time taken when, when, uh, the Mets try to bring in, uh, you know the the uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, uh, what's his name? Well, the the guy was it Leone? Out, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Smith. Yeah, I forget what his first name is, but um, yeah. Uh, you know, he doesn't throw a pitch, and he gets tossed right away. You know, I was really surprised Buck didn't like real argue and really argue and stuff, but. Yeah, it was funny. He was taking, you know, Smith was taking a survey, walking around to all of his teammates around the mound, like, here, feel my hands, feel my hands, you know? And they're all going, oh, yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, did you see the video of uh, them, them asking, like, players and, and the managers their favorite parts about New York? And <laughs> and Buck goes, they know how traffic works here. They know how to, they merge better. And they... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yes, everyone their their like favorite pizza place too, and you know, yeah. So, uh, well, true story, yeah. true story, and and again, um, we're flying east yesterday. Um, we landed Newark. It's a changeover to come down to Newark, uh, Norfolk. We end up we land ten minutes, fifteen minutes early in Newark, but we don't get to a gate for another hour because the gate was occupied. So by the time we get to the gate, we miss our connection. There's nothing else going out. I say to my wife, I said, Sally, I think we're going to go to go to budget, rent a car, and just do the rest of it on the drive. As soon as I hit the road with the with the budget rental car, on you know, Jersey Turnpike, back my New York roots came right back. <laughs> and, and she is like, "Who are you? You're not the same guy that drives in California." <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, you're in New York, New York, New Jersey. You can't give anybody any any leash on anything." So no, yeah, <laughs> no, you got to be, yeah, you got to be a go getter. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> opportune. We call it a, being an opportunitarian. Okay, any opportunity <laughs> you can get, grab it. <laughs> yeah 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 you think someone's letting you in no yeah you're not gonna oh i had that one time no one too yeah favors. no I, and especially cabbies and when you get in new york oh, city yeah. you give a cabbie a foot they've they're, they're gonna get three of three cars through <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we got a uh, game two of uh of the series here um it was cole against verlander um I have some takeaways here. I thought the Yankees looked okay against Verlander because they were working the counts and, you know, seeing Verlander dice us up in the ALCS yes. ma- yeah. many times. It was a lot better last night than it was uh, 
in those playoff series. We were running the pitch count up at least, and we did. Yeah, it could yeah. it could have been worse at the end there. Like I think if we had a stronger lineup, we would probably would have scored more. Um, yeah, but and, for him, uh, 107 pitches in six innings. You know, you you, you, yeah. you take that to the bank. You've done your the batters have done yeah, their uh, job yeah. on him. Obviously, he pitched well, but mm-hmm. I, I was like, okay, Yankees are at least competitive against Verlander here. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, then uh, so, some Cole takeaways. Uh, Cole looked really good. He was just throwing fastballs by him. Basically, um, the slider location has been a little worrying all year. He's kind of. Uh, straight away from that. Um, but the numbers are still good on the year, like ERA-wise. Um, strikeouts are down. Walks are up for him. So that's kind of a little bit concerning as far as, like, regression goes. Um, I think you're on mute, Brian. Yep, sorry. Eight, eight strikeouts, eight strikeouts, no walks, and no home runs. So, yep. you know, he really, he really did well. Um, it was – couple of guys in the bullpen so yeah yeah i mean yeah. cole is cole is a good, like he can pitch when he doesn't have one of his pitch you know he's yeah. been without a slider for a lot of the a lot of yeah. the year and he's been dealing well without of it without it so um yeah it was a it was a good game from cole um not a good game yeah, for jimmy so, cordero though no unfortunately i i I mean, knowing the guy, apparently some guys weren't available, I don't blame him for going for going to him there. He's been very good this year, but he just didn't yeah. didn't have yeah. it. What I do yeah. fault is Marinaccio hasn't been good in these inherited runners' situations there, right? And um, of course, he gave up the, uh, the tying runs there. So, yep. Um, another another Bowers RBI in this game. It was uh, yeah that it was uh, the IKF. Um, grounder that I mean the Mets throw it away and run scores from it, but um, and, and then IKF straight steal of home. <laughs> that was that's classic. Yeah. yeah, great. Yeah, first one since first steal of home for the Yankees since TD did it in 2016. But that yep. wasn't a straight steal. Guess who the last straight steal was before IKF? Ellsbury. Oh, you read it. Never mind. No, I I, rem- I vividly remember watching. <laughs> yeah, that game. <laughs> I swear he did it against the race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course he he did a straight steal of home against Andy Pettit. <laughs> yeah, right. Pettit Fenway. Yeah. So that it was more yeah. of that ilk. So yeah, um, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, you felt you felt pretty good when that happened. You're like, okay, yeah. Mets are Mets are throwing this game away, and. uh, Trying to give it to us practically. Um, Yankees are up three out three to one. The Cordero, obviously, as you said, doesn't have it. Marinaccio gives the tying runs and they bring in Canely later. And as I said before we started recording, I said I would put Canely in that role. The inherited runners goal role. Yep. He has that same change up that Marinaccio has. And yep. um, you know. Not only did I, I don't know. I feel like Marinaccio can have some trouble finding the zone sometimes as well, um, which he did when he first came in 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 this uh, in this game. So and 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 again, McKinney saved his bacon, Marinaccio's bacon. Um, you know, in, in the, one of the Red yeah. Sox games too. So um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, but but I, I like Mar- Marinaccio. I think he's got great stuff. He's got to start an inning. He can't. He can't come in in, in a yeah. necessarily a pressure situation. 
Canley's getting used to it again. First off, he, he's looking really good since he's been back. And, and um, you know, he's a guy who's been in that role, been in those tough spots before. Okay. And, and I, yeah. you know, that's – but, yeah, when you look at the pitchers used here, you're right. They're saving people. I mean, Cordero, Marinaccio, Canley, yeah. Abreu, and Ramirez. Okay. I think you don't, you don't have knowing any the they guys. can get – yeah, I think knowing they can get a double off day for their top guys going into a Boston series, that's. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy to connect the dots it, it, there. Yep, it resets resets the menu. So yeah, yeah, and and partially, it's on Sebi here, you know. Yeah, because he didn't have he, because he had such a bad outing yep. on Tuesday, yep. so yep. had to use all their guys then. Um, yeah, no, so, that's true. So look ahead. Yankees try to redeem themselves in Boston. Uh, hopefully they can do that. I mean, Boston hasn't looked good since they left New York. They lose into the Rockies. Um, then uh, after that, it's the Mariners who come to the Bronx, and then the Rangers come to to, to New York yep. next weekend as well. So that'll be a tough series. They're really good. You know, the Rays, the Rays look like they had that one little tough stretch, and they've reset themselves. And uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've kind of yeah. with Judge going down and them kind of heating up again. I'm, I'm kind of not thinking about the division anymore. Um, yeah, but yeah, luckily the the wild card is more forgiving now. So right, um, very true. Yeah. All so, right. You yeah. get all right. You get Yankee of the Week honors. You start. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'll start with uh, Clay Holmes here. Uh, I mean, he's <laughs> no been doubter. locked down for nine. I think his last nineteen games, he's like under yep. one ERA, like point two five. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, of course, that big moment against the Mets, I think, uh, makes him. Uh, I think well, I, I had to pick him. Yeah, you know, he's been really he's good. Looked really good. He's he's starting to be that shutdown guy again that we had last year, that all star caliber type guy. And uh, yeah, that, that was really good. Okay. Yeah. Um, good choice. And, and you know what? You can go to the bullpen almost all the time now for guys because, you know, yeah. that's a number. That is a top bullpen. 2.75 ERA. There hasn't been there, – there's not another team in baseball with anything under two, under three. You know, mm-hmm. and so that's really good. Okay. Um, mine is one of the young young pups, okay, McKinney. I think he's done just – Billy McKinney's just done a great job. Um, since he's been up and he's looking comfortable out there. He's, he's, uh, you know, getting one or two hits a night, you know, he's, he's, uh, still, he's batting three, two, three twenty right now. And that's, you know, that's yeah. again, I'm a batting average guy to a certain degree. And it frustrates me to see all these sub 200 and two thirty nines and, and stuff, but, you know, and hope we were supposed to see better from baseball with the shift ban, but, um, you know, but we we uh, we do not have Ariza on our team. And uh, how's that? We're talking about a potential for a guy batting over four hundred. You know, for oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. Luis Ariza. Yeah. Um, I think McKinney's done a great job. Um, you know, so far since he's been been up, but I'm giving him Yankee of the Week honors. Yeah, and, and great on defense too. He's the best yep. defensive outfielder they've had. With that, with Bader being out as well, so, um, all right, 
Uh, I'll start with Yankee hopeful. I think it's a pretty easy one after the adjustment. Um, the adjustment gives me hope for Volpe. Like that's yeah. what you want to see when you don't yep. want to just see him bashing his head against the wall, doing the same thing, you know? Yep. So, uh, the adjustment is, uh, that, that makes me, me hopeful for him. And it, even his outs looked good against the yeah. Mets. So, you know, he's hitting the ball hard the other way, which is, you know, that's, that's what he's supposed to be. So he's my, so, so the real question him. here is why does it take four weeks well, yeah, I, I you know, um, I mean, every every analyst in the world is seeing what's going on and trying to say something's up here, and he's he's, he's opening up too much with the lead foot and and everything. Well, his stance now is close; he's doing well, um, but but let's see, because I mean, yeah, it's it, the whole thing is it you know, baseball is a game of adjustments. You know, the the, the yep. pitchers figure you out; you got to figure out a better way to get at them and stuff. And so, I think it's good. And so. I agree with you on that one. My Yankee hopeful, Bader's coming back, okay? Uh, and I hope he can come in and, and look good at the bat just as much as he looks good in the outfield. We don't want any more overthrows of home, okay, no. which end up in some crazy plays. But but we do we, we do love him. And, and the fact that we've got, you know, Bader out there, McKinney out there, um, you know, Peraza until Judge comes back, you know, that, that's three solid guys. IKF is going to get his time, of course, but – but uh, we, our center fielder is back and going into the depths of um, Fenway Park to start it. It's going to be it's going to be nice to have him back. Yeah. So hit one or two over the monster. That'll be good. Yeah. 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 I got a feeling. I think Volpe's going to do that once or twice this weekend. Ooh, we make it a prediction. Premonition. Premonition. Okay. <laughs> we'll go premonition. Yeah. All right. So you're saying Volpe has a good series and Bader's going to pop one or two. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Hey, uh, listen, a couple of, uh, a couple of history moments uh, today. First off, 1976, a classic, classic joint George Steinbrenner move. June 15th, right? We're close to, We've had April, May, half of June, a lot of baseball being played. And, and, and again, in 1976, they actually won the AL pennant. But how about this for a 10-player trade? Four pitchers and a catcher with the 10-player trade with the Baltimore Orioles, okay? And the Yankees are getting four pitchers back and a catcher, and the Yankees are sending four pitchers and a catcher, Okay. This to me just this is just a classic George Steinbrenner. I don't like anything. Let's change it all. <laughs> you know? So the Yankees get Ken Holtzman, Doyle Alexander, Jimmy Freeman, who didn't do much, but Grant Jackson, who had been around for a while, and did some great stuff. And they get Elrod Hendricks, really a not not too shabby catcher in there. But but you know they 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 win. They give up Tippy Martinez, Rudy May, Scott McGregor, Dave Pagan, and catcher Rick Dempsey. Okay. Sad to see Rick Dempsey go. And of course, as we know, Rick Dempsey comes back later after he retires and he's an announcer. Uh, he's, he's a play-by-play guy for the, for the uh, Yankees after, after he comes back. But can you imagine? I've just sent half my bullpen and, and one of my key catchers and I'm receiving Brandon. Talk about, you know, now the good news is the catcher doesn't have to get to know these new pitchers because 
<laughs> the catcher's coming with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have all the inside info on yeah. both teams have everything on each other now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And both teams were pretty darn good in that era, in, in that time. But boy, you know, that's just a classic headline, headline grabber right there. Yeah. Um, so 1976, that was great. All right. In 2005, this is also a, a, a George Steinbrenner situation. Mayor Michael Bloomberg covered in George Pataki and Yankee George Steinbrenner announced plans for a new ballpark in the Bronx. And this is this is where the Yankees decide they are going to finance, okay, the 800 million facility that, of course, in 2009 opens up and becomes the uh, the stadium that Jeter wins a wins a World Series in, you know. And of course, they not only open up a new stadium in 2009, but you know they also uh, grabbed Mark Teixeira. They have CC, you know, a lot of a lot of folks uh, are on that lineup to power them through. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah. So yeah, they stayed in the Bronx, which was not a given with George at in charge. Right. Of them. You know, right. Randy Levine. No, not a lot of people like him, but he was a big part of why they stayed. So in the Bronx. Yeah, very true. Um, and and of course they, the 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 question still stands: Did they bring the ghosts of Yankee Stadium over to the new Yankee Stadium? Okay, well, Jeter will tell you yes. <laughs> well, they did win the first year, although it has they been did. a while since then. So. Yeah, yeah, we're a little so, dry, but it's good. Yeah, imagine yeah. if they didn't win that first year, though. I mean, the noise would be. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> It would be crazy. It's really good. Anyway. Yep. So that, kids, is the history moments for this week's podcast. So, Yeah. All right. So another big week coming up. Another Boston weekend. Yep. More Fox and ESPN, unfortunately, but we'll, we'll deal and, with it. <laughs> and the Rangers. The, 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 you know, American League West leading Texas Rangers yeah. coming to town. Of course, yeah. no DeGrom, but... They're yeah, still, doing still well. that team is one of the best yeah. in baseball. So, yeah, um, yeah. So, hopefully, a good week uh, to to talk. Uh, hopefully, but a good weekend. We'll be back Wednesday, and we'll be talking about Red Sox and Mariners a little bit. So, it'll yeah. be interesting. Um, yeah. So, thank you for listening. Tune back in next week, and let's go Yankees. <laughs>